great day. Thank you so much for joining us for today's PRBC podcast. We are continuing the sermon series entitled, He Got Up, So Now What? Please turn to Luke chapter 24, verses 13 through 35 of the NIV version. Let's join Pastor Mackey's message entitled, From Broken Hearts to Burning Hearts. One usher I want to highlight in particular, yesterday I was invited to uh, the United Ushers of America's Banquet. And one of our ushers received one of their highest accolades of being a Levite within the United Ushers of America. This gentleman, watch this, while serving, received word that his kidneys began to fail. But this gentleman kept on serving. Come on, we got some good workers in this church. He did not let that deter him. But what I want to tell you today is that when you be faithful to God, they put him on a waiting list for a kidney transplant. And in Arizona, it was supposed to take five years. He got his new kidneys in two months. Brother James McMillan, sir, come on, wave your hands so the good people can see you. Come on, let's praise God for that walk-in miracle. And he's still serving right now. What a testimony. What a testimony. Sister Mackey, it was our pleasure to serve with him as he received those accolades on last night. Let me tell you, God is still a miracle worker. How many know he can take five years and do it in two months? Don't tell me what my God won't do. Let me go on and start preaching this sermon before I start preaching something else. Amen. Um, that was a preacher who was going through his late father's personal effects. He came across the seventh grade report card of his father. He began to look at that report card. Nothing seemed uh, at first glance unusual, but as he turned it over, he noticed something that captured his attention. He looked at the grading legend that they had because this report card dated back all the way to 1941. Still certain things were in place like they are with us on our grading legends today. A mean excellent, B mean to good, C average, D below average, and F failure. But that was a G on the report card. And G did not stand for good. G did not stand for great. G stood for hopeless. Now, I hope you were not one of those students who were in class that because of your particular actions, the teacher wished that there was a G that they could put on your report card. But suffice it to say, 
But if we be honest today, when some of us give a report card of our life, we would not put A for excellent, B for good, C for average, D below average, F for failure. Some of us would put G's on our report cards because we feel that we've lost all hope. And because of dashed dreams and hushed hopes, we feel as if we are, are hopeless. Some of you feel hopeless today because it seems as if, if it ain't one thing. Come on, help me preach my little sermon. It's, it's another. It, it, it seems like you can't get ahead because you take three steps forward and get pushed five steps back. You, you feel so disconsolate that you, you kind of feel like Arthur Schopenhauer, that great 20th century philosopher who said that life is an endless pain with a painful end. Some of you feel so hopeless that you would agree with uh, Paul Lawrence Dunbar who wrote in his poem Life that a crust of bread and a corner to sleep in. A minute to smile and an hour to weep in. A pint of joy to a peck of trouble and never a laugh because the moans come double and that is life. Some of you may say, Pastor Mackey, I appreciate you showing us you went to school and telling us what these great philosophers have said and these poet laureates like Paul Lawrence Dunbar. But, but Pastor, I, I'm from the other side of the tracks. Can, can you break it down for me? Can you put it plain for me? Can you put it in my lap? Can you break it down like a fraction? Okay, if you want me to break it down like a fraction, I, I think I can bring someone who could verbalize the sentiments of your hopelessness. It, it's a great theologian, a man that came out of the 60s and the 70s by the name of Reverend Al Green. Anybody know the good Reverend? And let me say this, every preacher ain't preaching from a pulpit. Somebody help me here. Uh, uh, the great Al Green, Reverend Al Green, asked the question, how can you mend a, a broken heart? How can you stop the rain from falling? How can you stop the sun from shining? What makes the world go round? I'm telling you, somebody in here today, you came up in here. You struggled to get here on this morning. You struggled to watch this particular telecast today. But I've come to tell you, there's a blessing in the pressing because God can take your broken heart and turn it into a a heart filled with joy and let me tell you this the good news is that if your heart is broken I know somebody that can put it back together again 
His name is Jesus Christ. And it doesn't matter how many broken pieces you have. As long as you gather the pieces back together and give it to him, he'll make it better the next time than you had the first time. Is there anybody in here know that he'll take your brokenness and make it your blessedness because the potter wants to put you back together again in case you have fallen by the roadside of life dreams and visions shattered you're all broken inside you don't have to stay in the state that you're in because the potter wants brother Dennis I need a little bit more the the potter wants to put you back together anybody know he'll do it he wants to put you back together again. Oh, please look at this text. Look at these uh, travelers to Emmaus. They are not a part of the 12 apostles, but Luke informs us they are followers of Christ. And uh, they are making their way back home to this small village named Emmaus. Why? Because they, they're disappointed. Their dreams have been dashed. Their, their hopes have been hushed. Look again at the text. Because they say of their own report that we hoped eating past tense that this man named Jesus would have redeemed Israel. Now, Jesus did redeem Israel, but he did not redeem Israel in the way they wanted to be redeemed. They were looking for a political leader. They were looking for a Barack Obama. But, 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 but Jesus said, I, I didn't come to save you from the tyranny of Rome. I came to save you from your sin. I came to save you from your transgressions. And, 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 and they, they, they are upset because God did not do for them what they wanted God to do for them. God disappointed them and did not give them what they wanted has God ever disappointed you has God ever broken your heart by not giving you the man that you wanted I think I hit some right there did God break your heart by not giving you the Halle Berry and the Beyonce brothers of your dreams? Everybody in here has had a broken heart, but I have learned that God sometimes will take the nose and he'll make the nose better 
because he has something better in store for you because you wouldn't have the good man that you had now if God gave you the knucklehead that you wanted to have. I need somebody to talk. Is there anybody here beside me glad that God said no to your stuff because he can look down the road and see he wasn't going to be no good in the first place. He's standing in the mirror thinking he's cuter than you. I need somebody to talk to me. Don't want to get his nails dirty and don't, don't want to do no work out in the yard. I need a man that's going to be a man. I wish I had a lady that could talk to me out here. I need a woman that's going to be a woman. Sometime in this life, God has to break us. But look at what happened. Although their hearts are broken, he takes their broken heart and turns it into a burning heart. Verse 32, they said, did not our hearts burn? As the man of God spoke to us, by the way, and open unto us the scriptures. Ah, uh, can I put some archaeology on it? He turned it from a hard break to some hard burn. Now, hold on. I know some of y'all don't like that. Because, Pastor, uh, I got indigestion already. I don't need no more hard burn, but... But, but the heartburn I'm talking about right now ain't a bad heartburn. It's the good heartburn. I'm talking about when your heart begins to burn, when you start feeling encouraged, that you feel like you can go on, that you feel like you can make it another day. That's the heartburn I'm talking about. I'm talking about the heartburn, that when God burns your heart, you say, create in me a clean heart and renew within me the right spirit. That's the type of heart. I'm talking about a heart that said let not your heart be troubled ye believe in God believe also in me is there anybody in here know it's time to check out of heartbreak hotel and it's time to check in to a heartburn hotel Jesus Christ I was going to call this sermon roadside assistance because while they're on the road, while they're walking back home, Jesus gives them the assistance that they need on the roadside. And I'm here to tell somebody, see, the roadside assistance you want is you thinking about AAA. That when your tire gets flat or your battery runs dead, you can call them to come and help you on the side of the road. But how many know there are some roads that you've traveled that triple A can't come to? Sometimes I get on a road called depression. Triple A don't know where that is. Sometimes I get on a road called loneliness. But I know somebody, not triple A, but triple J, Jehovah Jireh, Jesus, that can step in and give me what my broken heart needs so I can become a burning heart. Whew. Brothers and sisters, I'm trying to tell somebody today. 
that God wants to give you something that's going to help your broken heart. How, 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 how were their hearts moved from being broken to being burned? I'll tell you what happened. The Bible says that as they were walking, as they were going, unbeknownst to them, restricted from their sight, they heard some footsteps <laughs> behind them. I know the Isley brothers talk about footsteps in the dark, but I need some footsteps in the day. I wish somebody would talk to me in here. They heard the footsteps of Jesus in the daytime. They didn't even know who Jesus was. Why? Because Jesus wants to use their blindness of seeing him to teach us a lesson as to what we can do when we find that we are hopeless. Because if they known that it was Jesus, they would have shouted all on that Emmaus road. But the reason why he begins to hold their eyes from them is because although they are blinded from seeing him, he's trying to use the imperfection in their eyes to help us to see something in the spirit. And what is it, pastor? Notice they were depressed. They were dejected. They were all alone. But in the time when they were depressed, in the time when they were dejected, in the time when they were disconsolate, that's when Jesus shows up and gives them what they need. What am I trying to tell you? I know, brothers and sisters, you think that the Lord has left you when you feel depressed. I know you feel that the Lord has left you when your heart is broken. But I'm trying to tell you that when you need him the most, even though you can't see him, he's always there trying to come to your rescue trying to come to your aid he walks with me and he talks with me and tells me that I am his own is there anybody in here know that when the lights go out and the crowd gets thin when people move out here Is there anybody in here beside me? No, God will step in just when you need him the most. Folk will leave you. Family will leave you. The dog will leave you. The cat will leave you. But Jesus said, I'm a ride or die. I'll be right here. I wish you would high five your neighbor and say, he'll be there. He'll be there. I said, he'll be there. He'll be there. Don't you give up now. He'll be there. Don't you throw in the towel now. He'll be there. And give you, is there anybody in here? No. He'll be there to give you what you I know it's true. I ain't got to ask nobody. I can look down my own life. I remember when my mom died. And I didn't feel like I was going to make it. My mom had left in her will that she wanted me to preach her funeral. I didn't think I could do that. But brothers and sisters, I'm here to tell you that when I'm weak, that's when I'm strong. Because I wasn't depending on myself to get me through. But God held my hand and let me know that everything was going to be all right. Is there anybody beside me in this church know that when you need him the most 
he'll show up right in the nick of time. That's why I'm in church today. That's why I'm waving my hand. Because the Lord showed up just when I needed him to vote. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Uh, can I give you a scripture that's going to bless you? I can, can I give you a scripture that's going to bless you? Psalm 34 opens up. I said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. That means I shouldn't do it by myself. I said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. I need some balcony people to help me. I said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. Then Psalm 34 and 8 says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Then Psalm 34 and 18 says that God is close to the brokenhearted. Y'all didn't hear what I said. I said God is close to the brokenhearted. See, some of y'all think when you're going through that God's going to leave you by yourself. But I'm here to tell you, he's closer to you then than he's ever been in your life. Because he's close to the brokenhearted. Can you air five somebody and say, neighbor, he won't leave you. He'll be right by your side. Have I got a witness in here? He said, lo, I'll be with you always. When you're up, I'll be with you. When you're down, I'll be with you. When you're broke, I'll be with you. With a heavy heart, I'll be with you. With money in the bank, I'll be with you. When you're broke out of joke, I'll be with you. He said, I'll never leave you. He said, I'll never forsake you. He'll be my. Is there anybody here? No, he sticks closer than a brother. If you know God stays close, give your neighbor an air fire and say he'll stay close to you. Don't you give up on him. He'll be there. Don't you worry. Because he may not come when you want him. But he'll show up. I guess I'll go and close. I said he'll show up. Won't he do it? He'll show up in my attitude. He'll show up in my gratitude. He'll show up on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 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 Sunday. He'll show up. Anybody here? No, God will show up. If you know he will, do me a favor. Put your arms around somebody. Shake them like God's been good. I don't see y'all shaking out there. Shake on them like God's made a way for you. Shake that depression off of them. Shake that broken heart off of them. And say, neighbor, get yourself up. Neighbor. Dry your eyes, neighbor. 
dry your tears. It won't always be like this. God will perfect that concerning you sooner or later. It's gonna turn in my favor. He's working it out for me. Is there anybody here that can turn around at your seat? Because you believe. I said you believe it. That God is turning it around. Turn for your marriage. Turn for your finances. Turn for your mother. Turn for his glory. Somebody turn around. Because every time, every time I turn around. I said every time I turn around. I said every time, every time, every time. turn around he keeps on making a way won't he do it won't he do it won't he do it Sire! Sire! If you believe God hasn't left you, give God a Lord I thank you praise right there. He promised never, 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 never. for listening today. We want you to partner with us and become a part of our family. Please go to our website, pilgrimrestphx.org to get more information. You can also text to give by texting PRBC to 77977. Remember to subscribe. Now, let's go live a life of higher heights and deeper depths as we occupy all streets.